Hello and welcome back to our podcast. We're both very, very happy to be here today. Hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> Hello back and we are definitely going to take Waffle to a new place today, I'm thinking. Um, so, Kira, what do you feel like expressing? <laughs> well, what I feel like expressing today is last week when we were speaking in the podcast you were you know mentioning about kind of reaching out to groups and maybe there wasn't a huge kind of momentum towards that or like you weren't running towards that and it reminded me of the avoider saboteur and i know that's something that you have a bit of experience with and i'm sure so many people listening <laughs> to this do so i was wondering if maybe you could just share a little bit about what the avoider saboteur is and how do you know that you're slipping into that role okay so the avoider saboteur to for those guys that didn't listen last week definitely go and have a listen to the podcast before this one um the saboteurs is part of our uh, positive intelligence and there's 10 in total so avoider is but one of them that I am, I have to say, fairly familiar with. Um, and the way that it shows up for me in general is I know I'm slipping into it when I start procrastinating. Now, when we say procrastinating, for some people it looks one way and for other people it looks a different way. And I have two sort of ways that I procrastinate. So the one is I will say, so for instance, I'll, I'll be busy with something and I'll be looking at this thing and I'll just feel stuck. Mm. Literally, it, it almost feels like um, I've been walking around and then I'm in quicksand or I'm in mud and I, yeah. I move, but the movement is so super slow. And then I look at the document and my brain will go other places and I'll just be staring at it. So that's the one way that I procrastinate, right? It's, it's not useful whatsoever. The other way, when I feel like, yeah, but I need to do something, right? So second way I procrastinate is I literally get up and avoid it. I will go yeah. and do something else, right? Completely unrelated to what you need to do. Completely. Normally, it's got something to do with the fridge. If there's one in my vicinity, really bad for the weight. Right? <laughs> really, really bad. Um, because I won't be looking for food that's actually healthy. I'll be yeah. looking for something to snack on. This is not great. Uh, but that's not the only thing that I do. So sometimes I will go and start to read a book or I will go and go oh I haven't actually been in my garden for ages so I'll go outside I will try and do anything so I don't have to figure out this thing that is annoying me or that I don't feel comfortable with or that I am avoiding right yeah. hence avoider I literally avoid doing the thing and part of that is because it's uncomfortable it doesn't feel good it 
it brings up things that I don't want to necessarily deal with at that point in time. So 100%. then I avoid it. Um, and I, I know that I'm not the only one struggling with some of these things. So, <laughs> Kira, um, well, that you have some interesting experiences with. So as you were talking just there, that second way of procrastinating just by doing anything else to kind of avoid the uncomfortable feelings that come up for doing something that you need to do. I can definitely resonate with that as of right now. I haven't always been the biggest avoider or procrastinator, but that specifically with very specific activities in my life, for sure, that's something present for me right now. However, as you know, in the past, I was the world's biggest people pleaser. Like, it, it's it's comical, honestly. <laughs> like, it is, it's, it's a joke. I look back and just kind of, I'm gobsmacked at what I allowed, like, in my consciousness. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure a lot of you kind of know what people pleasing is. Uh, I know it's a very kind of popular term that we see a lot on social media and in articles and all of the rest, but essentially it's when you put other needs, other people's needs and wants and, you know, all of that kind of stuff ahead of yours. Mm -hmm. And it's by kind of altering your behavior and your kind of personality and your actions to kind of control how the other person may feel about you or to kind of control a situation or generate a certain outcome. Now, I know, well, obviously I know this now with awareness and a lot of work, but I know that I was slipping into people-pleasing tendencies when I would feel very resentful and I would feel exhausted. Those are my two telltale signs that people pleasing is happening now knock on wood that's something that i've been fortunate enough to not kind of had to deal with in a long time but those were my two huge markers resentment because obviously if you're people pleasing you're putting other people ahead of you so your needs your wants your desires that falls to the wayside like doesn't even exist so you become so resentful even though it's your own doing, you become so resentful that you're giving away and you're outputting all of this energy and you're not getting anything back. And then, you know, the other thing is just exhaustion, like emotional exhaustion. Like if I was super, super tired or if I was just like emotionally drained and burnt out, I would know that I was really people pleasing because it's exhausting. It's really, really tiring putting all of that energy out and you know probably not getting a whole lot back in it's it was not a pretty cycle whatsoever well i also know that you have done a lot of work on it so any tips mm, definitely like people pleasing you know it's definitely a big topic and there's so many different approaches, perspectives, tools, resources that you can do and use to really overcome it and become a much more empowered and self-aware version of yourself. Mm -hmm. For me personally, the biggest shift for me was recognizing that I was being manipulative. 
Ooh. Yeah. I feel as though I had always kind of tried working on the people pleasing, but it was only until I had this mindset shift and perspective that, oh my gosh, like I'm changing my feelings or I'm changing my opinions or my words about a situation or, you know, to kind of conform to control the outcome or to control someone else's perspective of me. That's very manipulative in nature. It really is. And I had just never looked at it through that particular lens. I had just never seen myself through that lens. And it was kind, it was almost instantaneous. It was like, okay, I would rather like 20 seconds of bravery and being honest about how I feel, what I think, all of these things and getting it out in the open as opposed to being manipulative. That's honestly the last thing I would ever consciously want to be. So as painful, difficult, challenging as it is to just put yourself out there, put your honest, authentic self out there, it's so worth it because I know that I am in alignment with who I am, what I think, what I really feel. And that trumps manipulation every single time. And that was really the one thing that helped me get over it. Wow. Yeah, it's a big one. Have you ever thought of people pleasing in that way? It's a very interesting perspective. And I think people pleasing, the, the one thing that comes up for me with people pleasing is I want other people to feel good, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm people pleasing to help you feel good. And yet, if I'm manipulating you, yeah that's not good exactly that's not exactly good. It's not good for you it's not good for our relationship right it's it's really actually very bad for sure and that you're so right like you have such good intentions behind it like i want this person to be happy i want them to you know to feel good and i want everything to be fine and those are really good intentions but you know, the saying, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Exactly. That's the thing. It's, wow. it's, yeah, it's a really interesting perspective. So that's my big tip on overcoming people pleasing, especially, you know, for good and in a sustainable way. Now, what about you? I know that you've also done a lot of work on the kind of avoider saboteur. What have you noticed? can really help you get out of that state and to put you in a place of, okay, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to take action. Oh, I think for me, big, big tip is clarity. Mm -hmm. So it, and it doesn't really matter whether I'm physically avoiding it as in standing up and going and doing something physically different or sitting there and feeling stuck and yuck and sort of in that muddy space. Yeah. Um, for me, clarity, clarity, clarity. And I'm not talking about having clarity on a very superficial level. I need clarity like you will read a recipe, right? So Got if you. you make a brand new dish, 
I need to know exactly the ingredients that's going in there. I need to know the steps that I need to take. I need to know the equipment that I'm going to be using. I need to have everything laid out, right? That's how clear, especially when I'm in that stuck moment, that's how clear I need to be on the next step and the next step. And it doesn't necessarily need to be the whole recipe, right? When we Mm -hmm. make something, I mean, if, if you think about a recipe, when you make something, it's not that you do the whole thing all at once. You yeah. Step number one, and you do that. And then step number two, and you do that. And step number three, and then you do that. So I don't necessarily need the whole road paved up front, but I need to have at least step number one and step number two sorted out. So I know this is the thing that I'm doing now, and this is the thing that I'm going to do after. Yeah. And having that clarity really, really helps me to not avoid and not procrastinate and do all sorts of other things. <laughs> right. And sometimes it physically means taking the time to sit and think. Yeah. Think about how I want this thing to look like, what it is that I'm creating, what it is that I, I want to figure out in this space. Because the clearer I am in my thinking, the easier it is to put those steps in place. Definitely. I would say that top tip. That's so, that's so true because it's, it's almost like saying, okay, yeah, I want to get fit versus, okay, I'm going to walk three times a week. I'm going to get you know, this amount of protein or whatever it is. I'm going to get hit these amounts of nutrients, et cetera, being specific and super clear just means that you know exactly what it is, what it is that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really makes it so much easier. Yes, we need to have the intention of getting fit. But how does that mm-hmm. look like? Right? If I'm exactly. going to put a recipe for getting fit, what does it entail for me? Right. Yeah. And one person's getting fit recipe and another person's getting fit recipe might not look the same so what does mine look like for this specific thing and i need to think about it so i can actually put it in action yeah and again that's where like self-awareness and just knowing yourself and what works for you and what doesn't that's so important because yes. yes a specific plan is so so critical but it's also a specific plan tailored to you Like if you had the intention or the goal of like writing a book, but you're not a morning person, then, you know, smashing out 10 pages at 7am, that's not attainable. That's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, I'm I'm not (laughs) seeing that happening. Exactly, exactly. So the the more you get to know yourself, I think as well, just really, really helps with clarity and then taking action. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So what would you say would be the top three things for people-pleasing for today that the listeners can take away? Okay, I would say, you know, first off, just definitely recognize the signs. Mm -hmm. You know, you can, both of us have so many resources on people-pleasing and I can link them below. But just start to become aware of when you feel as though you may be kind of stepping into that role. So Mm -hmm. you can just have that awareness, like that's step one. Mm 
Two, I would start to try and change your perspective around people pleasing and start to think about what is it that you can do differently that you still feel comfortable with, but what feels right for you that you can maybe start to shift, rearrange, work around that leaves you in a much more empowered position, but still, you know, it sits right with you. And then, you know, third, ultimately implementing it. So actually putting it into place. So maybe I'll give you an example. So maybe one of your signs that people please is that you say yes to others when you really want to say no. Mm. So you've got awareness on that. Let's say you've got that awareness. And then maybe the perspective shift is, okay, I want to say yes to myself. I'm saying yes to myself instead of viewing it as, you know, saying no to other people. Try, try that mind, sh- mind shift. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> mindset shift. Try that mindset shift. And then push it into place. Practice it practicing yes to yourself in whatever way that looks like start small you know if it's someone that you feel very safe with and you're comfortable with them and they ask you to do something and you don't have the time or you don't have the energy practice saying no in a way that feels right for you whether it is i would so love to help you with that i just don't have the you know space or the time for it maybe later on or whatever, you know, whatever it looks like for you. But that would be my three-step kind of takeaway. And I've given you an example. So go ahead and run with that and look at the resources that I'm going to put below. But Mariska, you know, before we wrap up, what are your three kind of takeaways for the avoider saboteur? Ooh, avoider. First off, again, the awareness. Mm -hmm. Understand how you avoid. Yeah. Understand what it is that's happening for you, right? Sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes it stares us in the face. And sometimes, well, we don't really want to look at it. We don't really Mm -hmm. think about it. So being really aware, first off, as to what's going on when you're avoiding. And this isn't always easy, right? Sometimes we only notice that we're avoiding after we started avoiding. And that's fine. That's fine. Think about what happened to to maybe trigger it, what happened to start the process off. And the more we become aware of it, the easier it is to go, ah, okay, so if this thing happens, I have a tendency to avoid. Or if I'm in this type of situation, I have a tendency to avoid. So that we can make it more clear to ourselves what it is that's happening internally for ourselves um, when this avoider comes into play. And then next step would be, okay, so now that I know what it is, what exactly is going on for me in that space? So it might be that it is not feeling comfortable. It might be that there's some emotional attachments going on. Um, For me, there is normally there is some uncomfortableness within the thing that I want to avoid. So whether that is having a conversation or doing a thing or writing a book, whatever the thing is, right? There's some uncomfortable element to it. um, Mm -hmm. And that is why I avoid it. 
And that might look like either not knowing what to do, so physically not having that recipe book um, that I can actually go from step one to step two, or it might be that it, there's an emotional something in there that I don't want to maybe have the conversation because I'm afraid I will hurt somebody's feelings. So a little bit of the people pleasing might play <laughs> into that, right? Yeah. So understanding that and then getting your strategy sorted out so that you can start implementing it. So whether it is having clarity or whether if you notice maybe my avoiding and people pleasing is playing tag. Yeah. To sort of sort that out that way. Because sometimes they show up on their own and sometimes they bring a friend along. <laughs> they are so nice with us. They make life yeah interesting so i would say that would be my tips and it sounds like it's basically on a meta scale the same sort of thing be aware understand what it is that's showing up for you and your action plan and implement 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 absolutely absolutely Whew, i really enjoyed this <laughs> and i feel as though as you mentioned earlier, there's 11 main kind of saboteurs, you know, mm -hmm. 11 main ways that we can sabotage. So we are definitely going to be looking at, you know, the other saboteurs in the next few episodes. I really hope that you enjoyed today. Mariska and I had a fantastic time. As always, we really enjoyed our little waffle and <laughs> if there is anything that you guys feel like expressing please leave them in the comments and as always subscribe to ensure that you don't miss any episodes absolutely and if you know anyone that may be a bit challenged with people pleasing or avoiding Maybe share this with them and we would love to hear your feedback. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to speaking again and expressing again next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.